show and thank you for joining me today. Um, I am going to do a relatively short show, but it's something that I'm interested in, so I'd like to share it with you. Um, I'm calling this the sheep show. Interesting that um, as kids, they have those little jingles about Baba black sheep, and then we grow up and we become the black sheep in our family. <laughs> Black sheep has many meanings, and I will explain to you why I think this is an important thing to talk about. And I will also be talking about how they, um, how the elites, the ELs, also traumatize their own children to keep the psychopathic drama going. And what else am I going to talk about? Oh, I think that's about it. I'm just, I have this huge file on um, all the um, tax scams. <laughs> Um, I was looking into the, um, there's many ways to tie these people together. One is all their illegal gatherings, right? And the Panama Papers were released years ago. And that gives a good insight into the charity and stealing aspects of these people. They all are part of one big group, okay? And your association with them as a group means nothing to them. They are there to use you, so just always keep that in mind. So what's interesting, so anyways, I have all these files about how they use the tax system to cheat people. Oh, and by the way, the children are playing across the street, so if children being happy makes you upset, then <laughs> I can't deal with you. Yeah, I didn't mean to go crazy over the audio stuff in the last show, but I'm just a little bit worn out by people, okay? Uh, I'm pretty much, I'm a black sheep on social media, <laughs> so it's a pretty relevant topic for me to be discussing. Okay, so... And also, remember, in my past, I did complete marketing programs from start to finish. So doing a very quick, dirty end product is not my first choice, okay? It is my only choice. So just keep that into perspective, okay? And it is my only choice because I don't have the financing or the skills, skill support level, to do all those other things any longer. I did it for the first three or four years. So just go away if you don't like it. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too close to death to worry about you. And um, yeah, I've never written to somebody and say, hey, I would listen to your show if you just fix that. <laughs> you know, I think it was the arrogance of all the comments that the last one just finally got to me. You know, the, the I'm losing out if they can't listen to my bad audio kind of slant to this whole deal. 
So anyway, moving along here, um, and that was exactly my reaction to that in the last show was 100% why I stopped uploading to YouTube over a year and a half ago because I did not trust myself with a microphone in my hand in doing live shows because it just, that was at the point that I finally realized that I was getting radiation. So I did not feel like I could manage myself personally to stay in check with things and not get reactive over things. So that was the reason why. Okay, let's move along here. Oh, the other thing about the Panama Papers. <laughs> what does Panama mean, kids? Pan. Pan-ama. Well, they're pan. They're God, right? The little thing that wears the penis symbols and stuff. Yeah, funny they'd have this big stand being run out of Panama. But I've got lots of that. Um, I'll, I'll get back to that in a show later. It's just too much for me to do today. Um, I've got the show all written, so when I can gather some strength, I'll get it done. Okay, so an interesting quote I found. Sometimes they admit who they are, right? A Supreme, as Supreme Court Justice Louis Brandis once said, we can have democracy in this country, or we can have great wealth concentrated in the hands of a few, but we can't have both. So the next time you hear a rumor or somebody being praised for... Uh, praising a billionaire for giving away incredible amounts of money to their favorite causes, try to remember this fun statistic. For every dollar a billionaire gives to charity, the rest of us chip in as much as 74 cents to make up for the lost revenue. I am so sick of these renegade billionaires. Now people are saying, well, RFK is we can trust him, even though he's from a long line of legacy money, we can trust him because his family considers him the black sheep. And that's why we talk about black sheep today, because a lot of us are considered black sheep by our own families. And that is a pretty pretty sad, sad thing. And how do we get to be bad? How do we get to be black sheep? Well, many ways. I don't believe it has to do with um, cruelty or punishment. I don't think that overtly people are punishing the black sheep in their family. I think they're doing it because that's what they know. That's what's been programmed into them. Black, not good, right? Black sheep, not good, because black sheep can drag down the family reputation, right? Maybe black sheep don't want to earn as much money as everybody else in the family. <laughs> so, lots of ways we can come become black sheep, and I will get to that in a minute. <coughs> In the last show, I had talked about a doctor who was doing cancer experiments in, the, in Puerto Rico. And I'd like to put a name to the monster. His name, or, uh, his name was Cornelius Rhodes, R-H-O-A-D-S. I had talked about him in a show, it would have been over a year or two ago. Cornelius Rhodes, a prominent Harvard-trained pathology, conducted, con conducted a cancer experiment in Puerto Rico under the auspices of the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Investigations, resulting in the death of 13 subjects. Cornelius Rhodes, MD, a prominent Harvard-trained pathologist, conducted a cancer experiment in Puerto Rico under the auspices of Rockefeller. He was accused of proposed pur purposely infecting his Puerto Rican subjects with cancer cells after a Puerto Rican physician uncovered the experiment and a handwritten letter Dr. Rhodes indicating that Puerto Ricans are beyond doubt the dirtiest, laziest, most degenerate, and thievish race of men ever inhabiting this sphere. What the island needs is not public health work 
but a tidal wave or something to totally exterminate its population. So good for the person who turned this person in. Good for them. Good for them. Glad to see somebody doing something. An inve official investigation covered up the facts to present both Rhodes, to protect both Rhodes and the Rockefeller Institute. Rhodes went on to establish, and this is the important part, I got this a little confused, I thought he went on to establish the Cancer Institute, but no, he was awarded prizes by the Cancer Institute. <laughs> so let me tell you here, okay, this Rhodes character. Okay, they covered it up. Rhodes went on to establish U.S. Army Biological Warfare Facilities in Maryland, Utah, and Panama developing chemical weapons and was later named to the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission. This Rhodes guy is probably the guy who figured out how to zap us in our homes, right? Rhodes was also responsible for radiation experiments on prisoners, hospital patients, and soldiers. There was an article you might want to reference called Puerto Ricans Outraged Over Secret Medical Experiments from 20, oh, 2002. Okay, Rhodes was awarded the Legion of Merit for establishing chemical warfare labs in Maryland. Okay, okay, this was a, just a repeat. He, he also, he got that first award. Okay, wait a second here. Let me unpack this. I have it straight. What I've been doing is this radiation stuff is really wild how you're going along and you're thinking, yeah, I got all this straight. Like in the last show, I think I re repeated the what to look for a dozen times, but anyways, I'd rather repeat a dozen times than no times, but I have been fact-checking myself in case you're wondering. The only thing I got wrong in the last show, um, besides going off on a tangent over audio, <laughs> was uh, I uh, said that I hadn't driven in a year, and I driven, haven't driven, in, I haven't been outside my home in a few years, so that, that I got wrong, but the rest of it I got right, so I just wanted to assure you that even though I'm getting fuzzy, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying attention, okay? I'm trying to catch myself as things go. And lucky because I've worked on my own for so many years that I have pretty good checks and measures. So, um, where did I leave off here? Um, oh, I, well, wait a minute. Oh, I know what I did here. Give me one second. Um, I had, um, I had put two articles together. So anyway, so this Cornelius Rhodes, He's in Puerto Rico giving people cancer as part of experiments from Harvard and stuff, right? Somebody finds a note that he wrote describing the people. And he was at this time, because I had looked into him more, he was at this time sending lots of stuff back to the states as far as what he was really up to. So it wasn't like no one knew what he was up to that was sponsoring this, if you get what I mean. But the people having this done to them didn't know what was going on is a clear explanation of this, right? So, yeah, Rhodes went on to set up Army Biological Warfare. <laughs> what a guy, right? Um, and was on the cover of Time Magazine in 1949. Gotta be careful who you find as your heroes, kids, because anybody who I thought was a hero is a psychopath. <laughs> okay, so... Because they always bring us these people, and then they'll bring us somebody from their own side saying, Oh, Cornelius? Yeah, we, we, we never agreed with him because I'm the outsider. See, the outsider theory, and the reason I'm talking about black sheep today, is the outsider theory is something we all seem to understand, right? 
because the minute somebody says they're an outsider, people glom onto them and think, oh, maybe because he's from a very wealthy family, being the outsider and the black sheep makes them more like us. See how it works? Um, yeah, so, so this is why I got screwed up. He was honored by the American, Can American Association for Cancer Research by naming its by naming its Exemplary Science Award the Cornelius Rhodes Award in 1979. That award reignited the controversy over his experiments on and his racist views about Puerto Ricans. In 2003, now wait a minute, they gave out the award sorry, in 1979. It got reignited and in 2003, the medal was rescinded. Just same thing. I mean, this I, I could dig up a million stories about them giving themselves awards for destroying the rest of us. Okay. Another thing I'd like to point out. In all of these social media, people... The big lie about the transgender issue is this, okay? Transgenders themselves sit there and act like they're not transgenders, okay? So let me give you an example. So hopefully you'll sharpen up those little eyes of looky-looky a little bit closer. First of all, all of the men in wigs on CNBC, I have not found one who did not have a visible male Adam's apple. Not one of them, okay? As a matter of fact, I'm trying to, I'm working on this tax stuff and also the Kennedys, okay? I updated a couple pictures on my website, look under transgender elites, because I'm trying to just determine how many generations back they were transgendering themselves. I'm only as far back as um, Joseph Patrick Kennedy, the father of JFK, and uh, Rose Kennedy has a very visible Adam's apple. So go look at the pictures there. But I'll, I'll get back a few more generations because I want to clearly see at what point did they discover all this flipping their sexes business. So here's what they're doing now, okay? They're saying things like, well, now this is, this is a trans woman speaking, okay? Uh, there's a woman on this show called The Young Turks, or TYT, a huge show on YouTube, okay? As a matter of fact, the relative of the founder of the Young Turks, his nephew is a uh, streamer, and he's on Twitch. He's the biggest streamer on Twitch, okay? That's the nephew, also transgender, okay? So a whole family in the business, they're all transgenders, okay? And they're with the network TYT, okay? So Anna Kasparian has a very visible Adam's apple. I learned a lot by looking at Anna because I first figured out the wig thing by looking at her hairline. But anyway, so she has an extraordinarily visible Adam's apple, okay? And she got on this recent rant lately and got, you know, the trans community all upset and blah, 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 blah. Okay, so she went on this rant saying, no one is ever going to call me a birthing person again because I am a woman. Okay, well, first of all, she's not a woman, okay? <laughs> and second of all, this is how they're playing us. Matt Walsh is transgender. They all are. And they're playing this big stage act. Hey, maybe some of them really do object to trans transitioning their own children, but you can't even really tell about that, right? Because I've seen Joe Rogan go crazy about transitioning children. I don't know. His kids look transgender to me. Not going to make an official statement, but I'm just saying 
be suspicious. They use these tiny, I call them microaggressive psychological games on us, right? And this is definitely a microaggressor because right with one spell, people are now convinced that Anna Kasparian is probably a woman, and she's not, right? But, but this act right here um, made everybody think that, well, that she's, she's anti-trans because she's saying that she is a woman. She's not going to be called a birthing person. And that's how it all works, okay? So, oh, before I get to the show here, <laughs> start wandering around here, um, I did look into, in the last show, I had, I had talked about TB and, um, TB and AIDS, HIV, was definitely on my radar, not understanding that didn't necessarily get trans, although there was one point they were talking about AIDS being transmitted by monkeys, right? But they didn't really connect animals to these two things, right? Um, so, so I looked a little bit further into TB and into the other thing, and um, well, TB seems to have a lot of symptoms that um, people with radiation overload might be dealing with, chest pain, severe, sudden severe headache, confusion, seizures, difficulty breathing. Um, that's what you get with TB, and those are all the things that I have experienced with low white blood cells and radiation, right? And then, where did I have this other thing? Oh, the HIV. HIV is human, human immunodeficiency virus. Well, what are they doing with this radiation but destroying our immune system, right? <laughs> so, and this is very interesting because they have figured out a way to target one particular cell to give people HIV. How are they doing that? I gotta give it some thought, okay? Obviously, they're introducing some sort of pill or supplement or something into their target community, which would be the, a the gay community, right? So, how do you target a community? Well, I'm not gonna start giving people ideas, but I'll think about it. Do you target them by, you go into gay bars and you do a liquor deal where all the liquor you sell to them ha is pumped full of radiation? <laughs> I don't know, I mean, it's endless what they could be doing, right? So when you target a group, well, I mean, just saying we're gonna target us geographically with these smart meters, this is not genius level planning. This is how you target a group. Because the deal right now is so staged. This is a game show, okay? We do not even know the people in charge. We do not even know their real names, okay? Let's take Donald Trump, for example. Donald Trump, we've got in Wikipedia, we have his whole history, right? Yeah, okay, but we all know now that Donald Trump is really a royal actor, right? So his name really isn't royal Donald Trump, now is it? <laughs> so we don't even know their real names in this stage game board we're on, okay? They're using fake names to become our president. <laughs> that doesn't seem a little bit odd to you? <laughs> we have staged crimes that get televised in courtrooms in this country that are 100% fake, okay? If you see a murder trial going on in this country on the television, looky-looky kids, if you're seeing the witnesses, they even did a stage thing with the what is Paltrow thing that they also televised that trial? Well, that means it's fake, right? What do you do on a game board? You come up with a bunch of fake 
deceptive things to trick people. Because as a matter of fact, transgender marriages weren't even legal until a few years ago. So what's with all this BS about them all getting married and this kind of stuff? So we don't even know their names, okay? <laughs> we do not know their names. <laughs> well, some of us have been figured out their names, but the fact is, on the legal documents they print in this country, they say, Donald Trump, U.S. President. His name is not Donald Trump, okay? This is a complete stage game board. So let's get to my point today. How do they turn their own children to psychopaths? Because keep in mind, the elites have not been having their own children for a few generations. They are relying on real women without Adam's apples to bear their children. And I've talked in the past as far as how they have abused us psychologically by removing the mother figure from the common working person's life when they did things like the orphan trains and stuff. This country really took the lazy way out, right? They got children to go and do all the work and put them on trains and stuff, whereas the Russians, they really manned up and they, they were throwing those people out of those slave labor camps. China was the same way. <clears throat> they threw all the intellectual people out to work the farms. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this country, the piece of shit they are, they use the children. And that's why whenever they say, we care for the children, I literally have such a visceral reaction at this stage of the game. I could, I'm disappointed that I didn't do one thing in this lifespan. What is that, you ask? Well, I wanted to develop something so that I would have the capability, unlimited exposure, not, not full-time, unlimited exposure that if I found somebody so completely annoying that I would be able to reach through my little laptop screen here and grab them by the neck, not really choke them too hard, but tap them around a little bit, okay? But I didn't develop that. So I wanted to know, how have they also dehumanized these children? Because these children likely were not born psychopaths, right? They had to mess with the mother bonding, right? Because these children raised by the elites, and I may sound like I'm being sympathetic towards them, and I'm absolutely not. But there are a lot of children in this country that I know of who were flipped against their will. Those children, I have a um, strategic sympathy for until I observe their own behaviors, right? But this is being done against consent and against the will. Our entire medical system is set up to actually not even get our consent for things, right? All these experiments and stuff. So how do they take these otherwise born babies that they're adopting from real women, how do they turn them into psychopaths and destroy their otherwise human emotions surrounding empathy? Well, very probably a pretty simple answer here. Um, because... The chosen ones, like RFK Jr., people, I've seen a lot of chatter about him announcing that he's going to be president, and people online are saying certain things. They are saying that even though RFK was raised very privileged, that's Robert Kennedy Jr., he's now running for U.S. president, they think that he can be trusted because the family calls him the black sheep. And that is going to be my entire closing out here. This is all I have to say today. Black sheep. Ba ba black sheep. Okay, how do we get to be black sheep? Well, um, 
I think there's black sheep on all levels of society. Uh, I don't think that, um, I think that the structure definition of black sheep is somebody who, sheep is somebody who has pretty much kind of ostracized by their own family unit for having beliefs that don't extend to the rest of the family, okay? So my beliefs about, oh, I don't know, the crooked U.S. government, all that, your family will start to fear that your beliefs will make a bad image on the family because what your beliefs are aren't necessarily totally accepted by the general society. Even though your beliefs may be 100% true, it doesn't matter. If, you're, if, if what you're telling people is true, it doesn't matter because if they perceive you as the black sheep, they don't calculate that in their brains. They literally black out. And some people think that black sheep are seen as an homage, omen of change, omen of change. And in some cultures, it is even believed that the black sheep can transform into other animals. The term black sheep can be used in different sentences. In the American and the UK, using a word or phrase in a sentence is a great way. The black sheep effect impacts people's behavior by causing them to act in ways that they believe will make them look good to the other members of the group. So once you start getting, um, once you start become the black sheep, you're pretty much marked for life within your own group, right? Okay. According to the English Dictionary, a black sheep is a noun that refers to someone. Please don't say I blocked myself off. Oh, it's still going. Okay, <laughs> I haven't checked in a while. A black sheep is a noun that refers to somebody, someone who is a member of some family or group, but who is considered, oh, wait a minute here. I wandered off on the elites part. So let me go down here because I, oh, no, I didn't. I, I got that next. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Is considered bad or worthless by the people in that family group. Now, I don't feel like uh, bad or worthless is always the direct result because I don't necessarily feel like anybody in my group feels I'm worthless. I think that seems a little bit sharp, but this person might be the least reputable member of a group or an odd member of a group. Think about if you're, it, black sheep could be a bad member of a group, meaning your cousin who always gets in prison or something, <laughs> that could be a bad black sheep, right? Um, but you can also be an odd member of a group. I'm a black sheep, okay? And I'm okay with being a black sheep. I'm not certainly not sitting here complaining, okay? Think about a black lamb and a flock of white sheep. The lamb, lambs stand out for their black wool. In the past, this was a bad thing. Today, it is used as a metaphor for evil. For example, an atheist in a very devout religious family might be considered the black sheep of the family. So the black sheep doesn't always have to do something really crazy like end up in prison. Right? Okay, so <laughs> this does not refer to people who simply wear black fleece, but refers to people who perform a deviation from some group of accepted standards of a group or family. This term has a negative connotation, so if you are trying to refer to someone who stands out from a group in a good way, opt for a different term. There are many different words and phrases that describe people who are exemplary and stand out from the pack in a positive way. So black sheep, it's a very negative. <laughs> 
I don't think people could articulate necessarily how artic how I don't think they could articulate how they feel, but they sense just just like a mother. Uh, let, let's say a, a bird. When a bird has a nest of babies, um, they will actually kick the babies who aren't well out of the nest. That's why you shouldn't run around and try to scoop up baby birds that were kicked out of nests because your energy might be likely better directed somewhere else because that baby was kicked out of that nest for the rest of the group to survive. So there's probably some underlying thoughts that for the group to survive, we better kick out the bad ones, right? And the bad ones, uh, so according to the 16th century term black sheep has been used in a figurative sense since 1822. This supposedly comes from one real black sheep that had wool that could not be dyed and was therefore worth less than white wool or wool of different colors. Well, also, I would argue black sheep is also kind of a little bit of a racist connotation, right? <laughs> um, however, having one black sheep in a flock was in the past to be considered an omen of good luck for a Sussex shepherd in Somerset. The first known publication of the nursery rhyme song Baba Black Sheep was in 1744. Overall, the phrase black sheep is used to describe a deviant or disliked person who is one of many group members. Nobody wants to be the black sheep, and this has negative implications. And I think just, just to be fair to everybody, I think it's ingrained in us. I don't think I don't think that people who consider me a black sheep particularly hate me. I don't think that's really true at all. Uh, it is people who stand out, people who don't conform to the rest of the white sheep. <laughs> so I'm okay being a black sheep. <laughs> so it's it, it's tough being a black sheep, especially when you're dying. And <laughs> anyway, so enough of that. So let me get to this. Um, why I think they turn their children into little psychopaths. Okay, this, they travel in groups, they do group things, okay? One of their group things is their education system, okay? And this is more defined in the UK than in this country. I think a lot of executives in this country are part of the boarding school structure or private school structure but I can't find enough data on it, so I think that if we look at Britain, we can get a good idea of how this all works, okay? Like, for example, I was looking up a few major U.S. players to figure out if they are, uh, what was I trying to figure out? Oh, I, I tried to look up some people like Jamie Dimon, um, some of the major crooks in this country to see if they went to boarding or private schools, and, uh, yeah. I can tell you for a fact, Jamie Dimon has a wife with a huge Adam's apple. <laughs> so, but whether he went to private school, too much to chase down. It, it's not an important part of my story. So, um, And the other issue is, the 1% at the top, some of them really could be royal actors. So it'd be impossible to really trace down if they went to private boarding schools, right? So let's assume that most of them probably did, right? Because that's how they identify themselves in their groups, right? In Britain, the link between private boarding education and leadership is gold-plated. If their parents can afford it, children are sent away from home to walk a well-trodden path that leads straight from boarding school through Oxbridge to high office and institutions 
such as the judiciary, the army, the city, and especially government. Our prime minister was only seven when he was sent away to board at Heatherdown Preparatory School in Berkshire. I don't know who he's talking about, but maybe I'll figure it out in a minute. Like so many of the men who hold leadership roles in Britain, oh, I think they're talking about Cameron. Cameron. He learned to adapt his young character to survive both the loss of his family and the demands of boarding school culture. Now, that's very interesting, right? The psychological impact of these formative experiences on Cameron, and Cameron, excuse me, Cameron, and other boys who grow up to occupy positions of great power and responsibility cannot be overstated. And also keep in mind, a lot of these boys are probably going to be transgender girls, right? Because <laughs> that's how the way it goes, right? So maybe boarding schools is a, also a way to isolate them from us so that they would they could participate in gym class and stuff without showing the fact that the boys all have vaginas and the w women all have penises, right? So boarding school could serve another angle, right? They really present themselves as this chosen one thing, right? So like so many men, okay, the psychological impact, and okay, let me see you. It leaves them ill prepared for relationships in the adult wor world and the nation with a cadre of leaders who perpetuate a culture of elitism, bullying, and mis misgot mis <laughs> it confuses how you read words, <laughs> obviously, misjoining affecting the whole society. But the effects of normalizing parental neglect are more widespread and much less obvious. Am I saying then that David Cameron and the majority of our ruling elite were damaged by boarding? And there's a lot of information out there. I encourage you to go take a look. It's complex. My studies, this is somebody else talking, not me. My studies show that children survive boarding by cutting off their feelings and constructing a defensiveless, organized self that severely limits their later lives. Cameron, Cameron, Boris Johnson, Jeremy Hunt, Andrew Mitchell, Oliver Lettwood, et al. tick all the boxes for being boarding school survivors. For socially privileged children are forced into a deal not of their choosing, where a normal family-based childhood is traded for the hot housing of entitlement, prematurely separated from home and family, from love and touch. They must speedily reinvent themselves as self-reliant pseudo-adults. Paradoxically, they then struggle to properly mature, since a child who is not allowed to grow up organically gets stranded, as it were, inside them. Inconsequent, an abandoned child complex within such adults ends up running the show. This is why many British politicians appear so boyish. They are also reluctant to open their ranks to women who are strangers to them and unconsciously held responsible for their abandonment by their mothers. What about two-thirds of the current cabinet? <laughs> what about two-thirds of the current cabinet from which such a background the political implications of this syndrome are huge because it's the children inside the men running the country who are effectively in charge. 
boarding children, and there's also a, uh, it's called boarding school syndrome you can look at. Boarding children, I think a lot of this work didn't get done because I think our general reaction would be to, so what, they're rich, so what, those kids get sent off to boarding school, right, those snobbish little elites. Well, and please hear me very clearly. I'm not moving into sympathetic mode here, okay? But they were children when this all happened, okay? So if we don't want to become like one of them, we're going to need to acknowledge some of these things, that these children went through pain. We don't have to like the fact that they ended up being full-blown psychopaths, but we do need to keep in check our own human emotions, that, yes, these children were put in a very painful position, okay? And go look into the teasing, the tricks, and all the stuff that goes on with boarding schools. So boarding school boarding children invariably construct a survival personality that endures long after school and operates strategically. On rigid timetables in rule-bound institutions, they must be ever alert to staying out of trouble. Critically, they must not look unhappy, childish, or foolish in any way vulnerable, or they will be bullied by their peers. Yeah, they do go after each other, no, don't they? Some of it may be tricks, but some of that may be real, right? When you're a psychopath, you basically hate everybody, right? So would they hate other psychopaths in their own elite group? Well, of course they would. Why wouldn't they, right? So they dissociate from all those qualities, project them out onto others, and develop duplicitous, duplicitous personalities that are on the run, which is why exporters make the best spies. Yeah, there's really something about all this, and I would have to advise you once again. If you think that aligning yourself with these people puts you possibly in a safe position, I think you really need to underscore the personality types of what makes these people psychopaths. These are not just run-of-the-mill psychopaths. These people in charge were created by their own family, right? Uh, and I guess nobody wants to be the black sheep, so they keep going along with each other. And, you know, it must be very complicated because you're not even the, in the sex that you're telling everybody you are. And uh, where would you go besides your own group? Well, not too far, right? Because most people would not be overly sympathetic by a very rich person complaining about their lousy childhood. But I think if we're going to maintain our sense of empathy, I feel empathy for them as children going through that. There I've said it, right? So anyway, so we just can't go on a hate campaign over everything because that is the lane that they fully operate on. So if you have any idea that they're not going to all be playing a million and one tricks down the road, I have news for you. These are very disturbed people. That is why they can do all kinds of things to children and they can just brush it off like it's okay. They can compartmentalize this. As a matter of fact, I forgot to add this earlier, but in Iowa the lovely state of Iowa, um, one state over, Iowa is now rolling back child labor laws, rolling them back. They want children to be able to work <coughs> to work in factories. They want children to work in slaughterhouses. They actually even want children, supposedly with their parents' approval, to serve alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's what they think about children. So... When you start to look at these people and you join them in their outrage, like the Anna Kasparian story I told you earlier, just take a little closer look at who is Anna Kasparian, right? And uh, I got to think of that kid, um, the Twitch star. 
Who is the big Twitch star? Let me tell you that name while I have it here. That's their relative. Um, Hassan. Uh, okay, their, their, their relative <coughs> got involved in this trans deal also. And, um, and their relative is one of the biggest gamers on Twitch. I can't find it right now. But, yeah, that's the TYT and Anna Kasparian, their relative of the founders, okay, is the top streamer on Twitch. And he's also throwing out a lot of crap about the transgender stuff. Well, he's transgender himself. These have all been verified. I'm not guessing, okay? So this is how they play us in some of the simplest ways, but it really brings us onto their side. So you may want to determine <coughs> yourself a little more closely. I think spending a lot of time with these people, I mean, I have to encounter them when I'm doing research, but I find them to be um, nobody I want to really associate with. It doesn't answer my question, which I've said in the past. Would this be somebody I would invite into my home for a cup of coffee? And usually, like all of social media, the answer is no. So anyway, so yeah, that's how um, that's how it all works. They're spinning us in circles. But you know what the thing is? I tried to explain to people forever, ever, ever, ever why this was controlled opposition. Now, I think the only way I probably could get people to understand it if I'd done a million shows because that's what social media is about. They take one subject and they pound it into a million things and then other channels pick it up and it gets pounded and pounded and pounded. So any talking points they want to get across, you will find that most of social media is talking about it. Well, because most of the big channels have handlers, people who tell them what to do because people will do extraordinary things to get their hands on more money. So. Are you going to be one of those people? I don't know. I don't have any right to judge you for whatever you choose to do. I'm just here to tell you that any kind of agreement or deal with a psychopath, based on all the ways that they're raised and all the things I've been talking to you about, would seem like a pretty bad idea to me. It would just seem like a pretty bad idea because they're going to build up your trust to get you to trust them because they're very, very, very good at all this stuff. Look how they tricked us by not even defining the word psychopath. You know, Robert Hare, the big liar who's a leading expert on psychopaths, he got the idea from a Nassau meeting, okay? They're all interconnected, every single one of them. So I will be getting back, if I, may, if I can, with this taxes stuff because it's actually pretty fascinating. I mean, <laughs> the, and I want to report on it because the level of crime and their ability to absolutely push the rest of us into our graves is just phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. So anyways, be safe out there. Goodbye for now.